Views and opinions expressed on this program are those solely of its speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of WMUA, its management board, or the board of trustees of the University of Massachusetts. Oh, under pressure, avoids the rush, and he's going to fight out of it. Still fights out of it. Now throws it deep downfield. Wide open Tyree, who makes the catch. At the 24-yard line. What a play by Manning. He eluded three sacks. Four-man rush. Eli throwing into traffic on the sideline. They're going to rule it a catch by Manningham. Fitzpatrick, first and goal from the six. A touchdown is a game winner in overtime. Fitzpatrick, end zone. Eric Decker holds it in. The Jets win in overtime. Going to heave one. There's, oh, there's a flag. Back to my one-handed catch. How in the world? Oh, my goodness. And Brandon Carr was back there. I mean, he is insane. How do you make that catch? Oh, my goodness. That may be the greatest catch I've ever seen. I think we got a heck of a shot of winning. We beat anybody in the world, and I think we're going to win next Sunday. I know we're going to win. I have that attitude. I feel that way. And it's not uh, overconfidence thing. It's football sense. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to W. MUAM, Rush 91.1 FM. My name is Jesse, DJ Special K, DJ 2K, here on Jersey Boys. Hope you guys are doing all right. Friday again, TGIF. Justin's gone. He's going to be broadcasting the UMass hockey game for WMA Sports later tonight. Make sure to tune in for that. But it's all right. We got a good, 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 good studio today. Have Ray on the call. Good morning. Um, you used that joke earlier. <laughs> Min- my minus ten points. I don't think anyone heard it. Um, should have Yona back later. I uh, um dramatic pause. Should have Yona in later. That'll be good. Uh, I don't know. It'll it'll uh, we we got some stuff to discuss today. Um, a lot has happened, but also a lot has not happened. Um, the uh, Trastros hit by pitch count is up to seven through four the first four games of spring training. Ooh, so wait, sorry. Um, what's the average supposed to be? The average like hit by pitch count. I think it's like point seven per game or something like so, that. So so they're at seven across at, the MLB. They're at seven and it should be point seven. Yes, they're. I think their average right now is about 1.3, 1.4, and the normal average is about 0.7 per game. Yeah, boy. So they're not that. cheating, though. It doesn't impact the game, right? <laughs> if anything, it helps them because they get a run around base. There, there's uh, no reason why it would affect the championship in any way. Yeah, no. I, I, I can't. I can't. That's pretty. Mm. They're, they're just, oh, my God. Um, was it, uh, yeah, sp- I mean, sp- I mean, it's strange. Uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> what is it? My, my potentially new landlord is messaging me. Um, 
Uh, so I'm sorry. excited for baseball season. Are you excited? I know Yona is too. I know yeah, yeah, Yona is too. I know Justin is. We'll have to get you guys on when. Uh, I, yeah, I don't. I can't really follow baseball right now. Um, but we'll get y'all on here when baseball comes back. Um, it's almost March Madness time too. Almost March Madness time. Very excited. UMass has few games left. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be good March Madness this year. There's right, a lot of a lot March of potential Madness. contenders. Um, but I. I was going to start off with football, but let's start off with basketball. Um, I'm feeling it. So, I'm just going to put it out there. Chris Paul's the MVP. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> we've had No, we've had this discussion before, I think. He's not the MVP. No, he's but not the MVP. I feel like he should be at least top five. Or, uh, you know, or at least the most improved. He should be in the... In, okay, most improved player should be Luka Doncic, but... Chris Paul should be in the running for that one as well. It's not going to be either of them. No, it'll probably be Brandon Ingram. Though it should be Luka Doncic. B.I.'s got a good case. I'm trying to think of who else. Tatum has a good case the way he's been playing. I don't. He's not going to get it, no. but he's, he's been nuts. He has been nuts. Um, who else is there? Uh, I, I, I mean, I think the clear front runner is Brandon Ingram. I, okay, so here's the thing. Luka Doncic went from the Rookie of the Year to an MVP candidate in, in this season, which is insane. I, th- I think, hands down, he improved the most. But he's also a sophomore, and sophomores don't win the award, which is why Brandon Ingram won it. Who should win it? I think it should be Luka Doncic. But if you ask me who's actually going to win it, I think it's probably going to be Brandon Ingram. It's a fair take. I'll, I'll give you that. Um, but, I mean, uh, I just want to talk about like Chris Paul. When I mean, he went from a guy who everyone's like, "Oh, he's ruining the Rockets." He and Harden have beef. He's on the on the Thunder, and they're gonna tank now, and they're just gonna try and trade him somewhere else to dump his salary. And because of him, make no mistake, make no mistake, he has rallied that team together. And a cast of a lot, a lot of nobodies or guys who have the potential but haven't always shown it. They have a lot of role players. A they lot have Chris of Chris Paul and yep. a lot of role players. Exactly. Um, SGA has been phenomenal. Steven as, Adams has been good. Danilo yep. Gallinari has been very good. Especially Steven Adams playing as a traditional five in a time where you don't really see that. Yeah. I mean, look at the Rockets. Um, but yeah, no, I, I he has done something amazing. They're what the f- sixth, fifth. They're the sixth? five right. They're now. the five as right. It stands the Rockets and Thunder would be the first round matchup. W- How which awesome would be, would that be? Oh my, that'd be that'd be fantastic. I would love to see the Thunder win that series too. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh, without question. They, Wait, if they move up, to, if they move up to four, who's seven? Who is? Well, it's four or five anyway. Oh, she. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, the. Uh, but I believe right. Mem- no, Memphis is now nine. Is Utah seven? It's okay. Let's see. So Lakers are one. Nuggets are two. Clippers are three. Rockets are four. Thunder are five. Jazz are six. Utah six. Mavericks are seven, um, and the Grizzlies are eight. Um, and the oh, the Grizzlies jump back up. Okay. Grizzlies are eight. They're twenty and thirty. And New Orleans is like a half game back, right? No, um, the Blazers are nine. They're Where's 20, New Orleans? They're twenty six and thirty four. New Orleans is ten. So what is it? So um, Blazers is twenty six thirty four, and the Pelicans are twenty five and thirty three. Okay. Um, so so they're, they're half game half back, game yeah. Back. They and they're last night. they're two and a half games behind the Grizzlies. Okay. Um. But yeah, so right now, was it right now? Oh, Clippers play the Jazz. So yeah, so the Rockets would either have to fall a spot, 
Nah, I don't want the. I don't want. I don't want the. Excuse me, the Thunder. Yeah, I don't want the Thunder to play the Clippers in the first round. No. I want them to either play the Rockets or play the Lakers. I think those would both be fun, t- fun matchups. I don't want to see Thunder Lakers. I don't think there's any chance the Thunder win more than one game in that series. They're also not going to drop down to the eight seed anyway. No, 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 no. no. So it's irrelevant. I yeah, think Thunder Rockets would probably be the most exciting first round matchup. Right. Um, no, I I couldn't agree more. I mean, Lakers Grizzlies is. I think we'd all expect the Lakers to take care of business in in five, if not four games. Um, Nuggets Mavs Nuggets Mavs would be really good um, because that could be good. But the Nuggets are the better team. It's not the Mavs time yet. They are the better team. But they also often play down to the competition. That they're not going to lose. They wouldn't lose that series. Might take them six or seven, but they wouldn't lose the series. Okay, I buy that. I buy that. It will take them six or seven. Um, let's see, Clippers, Jazz. I feel like the, the, this season has been a little disappointing for the Jazz. Utah has been very streaky. The yeah, whole year. they started out. Awful. Mm-hmm. Then they made that trade, got Jordan Clarkson, and immediately won, I want to say, 12 in a row. Something like that. And then they've been average, and now they're on, I think, a four-game losing streak again. They're, it, it's, they're so weird. Because, I mean, you know, you have Donovan Mitchell, who we assumed was going to be, you know, was a rising star last year. We thought he was going to be, you know, one of the next elite players. And, and he still definitely can be. They have Gobert, who's they have Gobert's a fantastic paint presence. Right. They traded for Mike Conley, which I thought was going to be fantastic and just hasn't worked. It's very much, I think it's very much, you know, toss a coin. If it's heads, they're going to crush whoever's in their path. If it's tails, they're going to get crushed by whoever's in their path. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it's Clippers. And the, the Clippers, too, I mean, you know, they rarely all play um, together. They all, all They all are rarely healthy, you know, having... Paul George, Kawhi, Papev, and Lou Williams, um, all healthy at the same time would be insane. Um, and I mean, they're all resting for the most part, so that's good. Um, I don't know. I feel like the Clippers are either going to be very disappointing in this year's playoffs, or they're going to absolutely crush everybody else. I can't see anything other than a Clippers-Lakers Western Conference Final. You don't honestly. think the Nuggets are going to make it interesting? I think they'll make it interesting, but I don't think they ultimately beat the Clippers. It's not a great matchup for them, in my opinion. I mean, let's see. So, round one, you have Lakers. We we, we assume the Lakers beat the Grizzlies. Assume the Nuggets. I'm assuming that one, two, and three yep. all win. Okay. Which would mean that Grizzlies it's going to be Nuggets, J- Clippers regardless. Okay. And then the Lakers would play the winner of the Rockets Thunder mm, series. Right. Okay, I can buy that. Um, if we're going off that, I think you're looking at a Lakers-Clippers final. Probably Lakers maybe takes five or six games, Clippers six or seven. Probably seven, if I had to if I had to guess. Okay, okay, I can buy that. Um, I think the only true wild card in there is actually the Mavericks. I think that... Um, I mean, Luka Doncic and Chris Stapps Porzingis have finally figured out how to play on offense together, and they've both been exploding. And I think if Tim Hardaway um, can really, and he's had some good games, but he's also had a lot of bad games, I think if he can really start turning into that, you know, um, off-ball shooter, they kind of want him to be, 
um, I think that team's offensive firepower is really going to take off. Um, so I agree th- with you. Mm. They have potential. I just it's not their time yet. No, I, I agree. They, they they definitely need another year for seasoning. That's my that's my same issue with the Heat. Actually, right. If we okay. Jump to the Eastern Conference. I think the Heat have tons of talent. They're young. They're up and coming. They're fun to watch, but it's not their time yet. Okay. Well, no. Yeah. Well, uh, let's jump to the Eastern Conference. Um, Bucks runaway number one, fifty yeah. and eight. Um, Raptors two, Celtics three. Actually, the Celtics are are a game and a half back um, from the Raptors. So, so look out for that. Heat are four. Sixers are five. Pacers are six. Nets are seven. Magic are eight. Magic are actually a half game behind the Nets. Um, Nets are 26-31. Magic are 26-32. and 32. The eight in the east are pretty much locked. It's going to be those It's eight. pretty much locked, yeah. I mean, the Wizards are nine, but they're five games behind. But, yeah, Bradley Beal is dropping 50, and they still can't win. Right. So they're- um, though, once again, if the Nets can actually shoot in the fourth quarter, I'd be really happy. Ha-ha. They can't. It's They can't. They 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 crush it for three quarters and they just it, it's really weird. Like the, all the advanced statistics are like the Nets do you know the normal are better than normal in the first three quarters and the fourth and then in the fourth quarter opponents hit an abs, like just an abnormally large amount of threes um, and they and the Nets just start missing. Like it's not like they're getting worse looks. It's not like the defense you know the opponent's defense stiffens up. The Nets just start missing. It's really weird. Um, I don't know how to say to that because I haven't looked at the advanced stats. It's, it's just so if sad. If that's the case, that's on the coach. In my I, I don't know if it's on. I don't know what Kenny Atkinson is doing. I, 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 I in my opinion, really that's weird. on him. Whether it means he has to get their stamina up so that they can be rested for the fourth quarter, if he has to change the rotation so that he has his playmakers playing when it matters most. I, I don't know what it is. I haven't watched the Nets much this year. Frankly, I'm kind of surprised they're even at the seven seed. Um, but they're I they're not going to do anything. I mean, especially like Kyrie's yeah, all but no, shut down. Kyrie is shut down. He is shut. Even if yeah. they make the playoffs, yeah, he yeah, come he's back. out. He's out. He's okay. getting shoulder surgery. Yeah, Raptors um, beat him in five. Yeah, they are playing the Raptors right now. Um, Raptors or Bucks, four or five games. Oh, if they play the box, it'll be ugly. Um, but yeah, no, I, I get what you, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, I think all they just need they just need to compete in the playoffs. Compete in the playoffs, show that they can still play hard. Um, get KD and Kyrie back, and um, I think the biggest thing is just they need to have a full off season to figure out how they're going to work Kyrie and KD into the offense and the defense. Because mm-hmm. um, one of the biggest issues for them is having Levert. Dinwiddie and Kyrie are your three best players, and they're all three pretty ball-dominant players, um, especially when it comes to offense. And Kyrie is by far the best player in terms of creating his own looks. Um, but Dinwiddie and Levert still aren't, especially Levert because he's young, but they're, they're not good enough yet at um, being off-ball shooters. And so, actually, they they haven't all been on the court at the same time for a ton of minutes. But when they are on the court, the offensive rating is like 115 um, per 100 possessions, which is insane. That's really good. Yeah. At the same time, though, the def- their defense is like 112. You know, so it, it, that that's the trade off. Um, and so I think it's just you know Atkinson needs to figure out um, how can I get two out of the three you know on the court at the same time, right? If they 
go with a rotation next year where Spencer Dinwiddie is their sixth man, I will call it right now. He will win sixth man of the year. I don't care Absolutely. who else is coming off the bench. I love me some Spencer Dinwiddie. If he's a sixth man at any point, he's winning the award. Um, no, I agree. He is. Uh, he is either like he's a tier two point guard. Um, like okay, tier like there's like tier one A, which is like Steph Curry, James Harden, and there's Steph one, and there's tier one B, which is like Jason Tatum. Um, and I think Dinwiddie is like tier two. Not following that because you went from point guards to Jason Tatum. To Excuse me, I, just, I said Jason Tatum. I meant Kimball Walker. That's my bad. Okay. Um, I think here's my thing for Dinwiddie. I think Dinwiddie is an average at best starting player. Sure, but he's an above average bench player. Absolutely. Um, he's he he actually it, it kind of pisses me off. You know, everyone talks about uh, Lou Williams. Um, he, uh, be, you know, being he's three-time six-man of the year. He's always great. Da 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 da. I'm just like Lou Williams probably should be a starting point guard. He wants to come off the bench so he can win them. Exactly. Award. Yeah, it's, that's like the only reason that he does it, which is kind of nonsense because like he's more than good enough, and, and the Lakers' guard depth is solid but not spectacular. Um, welcome to the studio, folks. Uh, you kind of had a weird one last time. Um, did you did you uh, figure out a, a good DJ name for yourself? Um, we didn't agree on one. Did we agree on one? I thought it was Yon Dog. Oh, you're right. It is Yon Dog. Yeah. Um, you so can, you that's what my uh, athletes call me at uh, the high school I coach at. There so. you go, Yon Dog. I'm leaving. <laughs> Actually, that's true. We need, we, 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 need a, uh, we need a DJ name for Ray. Colin, if you have any DJ names for Ray, 413-545-3691. Or, uh, or if you have any opinions on the NBA, the finals, anything like that, 413-545-3691. Colin, tell us what you think. Um, but, yeah. All right. Uh, move, off, move off the nets um, a little bit. Oh, I'm glad I missed that section. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, I know you're 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 dying. Talk about the Nets, man. Um, <laughs> talk about the Sixers for a second. You oh, I was gonna make fun of the, of the Cavs real quick, but no. Uh, t- <laughs> you want to talk? You want to talk about the Sixers? Uh, you want to talk about the fact that they have two centers and one plays point guard? <laughs> I want to talk about the fact that they have a coach who doesn't know how to use a rotation, and now they have two all stars who are going to be out for extended periods of time. Yep, like, and they have Al Horford. And they have Al Horford, and they don't know how to use him. And when they do use him, he doesn't know how to play basketball. So, and they're paying him what sixty something million to do it too. More like uh, it's like one hundred and ten, hundred fifteen. Is it actually for what? four years? Yeah, I thought it was three years. Yeah, that, that's okay. going to be. a... I mean, if it's not already a bad contract when he so ages, he's, get, he's getting like forty million a year, right? Yeah. So basically, in the <clears throat> off season, the 76ers had a choice of either um, re-signing Redick and Butler. Uh, they traded Butler for Richardson, who they might not even have the cash space to re-sign this offseason, and to sign Al Horford. And they thought changing their team to have Al Horford and Richardson outweighs like having Butler and Redick. And I think they found that to be so far wrong. We'll see in the playoffs. But I think it's just like they don't have anybody who can shoot. Tobias Harris had a very good game last night. Yeah, but it was against the Knicks. But it was so I'm not yeah, putting too much. It was against the Knicks. Uh, their problem isn't. And Julius Randle at 30 points. There's Their problem isn't spot-up shooting. A lot of their guys um, are good shooters for their position other than Ben Simmons. 
They just don't have anyone to create shots. Ben Simmons is the best shooter. <laughs> is the best three-point shooter in the NBA. He's the best right-handed shooter that shoots left in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. No, that's actually, RJ Barrett. No, yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, it's a good competition. Actually, I was, was going to say that'd be Markel Fultz. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Markel Fultz had a Better hot shooter streak. than both of them, honestly. Um, Which is weird to say. But yeah, no. Uh, ben, Ben, when Benny Sim actually decides he can shoot, that that'll be the day. You guys yeah. did hear about RJ Barrett? How he said he's like he's a righty by heart, but okay. he feels more comfortable shooting lefty. But it's so also weird. But he also go. just drives left too. Like he must, or maybe he said his form is better righty, maybe. and like he should be a righty, but he's more comfortable as a lefty. Yeah, that's very weird. Um, so Canadians, man. Canadians. <laughs> yeah, all Canadian. All Canadians are lefty. You hear? You heard it here for first. Um, call in if you disagree. Oh, <laughs> I want beef with some Canadians. <laughs> Our signal doesn't reach into Canada unless they're listening online. Unfortunately, um, I was gonna say. Um, oh, okay. Here, here's a question for you guys. Pacers, number six right now. Uh, a is Victor Oladipo ever going to be healthy? And B, um, if he is healthy and they do reintegrate him into the lineup, um, are they a threat to contend? Or at least a threat in the playoffs? Contend for what? That's um, Are they going to push around um, the Raptors or the Bucks six or seven games? Um, maybe not the Bucks, but again, I think Indiana's kind of in their own tier. Like the seven and eight seed in the East are going to be really, really bad this year. They'll be like maybe eight games under five hundred, and Indiana's a lot, lot better than those teams. But they're not going to be competing for a title, even a Eastern Conference Finals um, berth this year. But they're a tough outing, uh, depending on the matchup. Like you give fits for Miami or. Boston, um, who they played last year. So I was gonna say, with the Sixers injuries right now, they could easily jump the Sixers and take that five spot. Yeah, that's right. If they they have uh, potential to move if up, they're still. only two games back or two and a half games mm-hmm. back. I mean, the way the playoffs would be right now, you have Bucks versus Magic. You have to imagine the Bucks would take care of business in in four games. I think it'd be an upset if they took care of it in five. Um, Raptors would play the Nets. I think the Raptors take that in five games. Um, Celtics play the Pacers, which might be interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the Celtics probably win in five or six. Um, and then the Heat play the Sixers. And I actually think, here's the thing. I think the Heat win that, but I also think that could be a very interesting matchup just because um, it, when the Heat are shooting well, which is generally most of the time, they're great. But when they do go cold and they go cold, like they get, they get crushed. That's uh, a tough matchup. Bam's probably one of the best players in the league to and guard Joel Embiid. Yeah, and and Jimmy Butler was the best player on the uh, Sixers in the playoffs last year, and yeah. he has a lot of experience for the team this year. I Like I said, I think Indiana and Philly will switch spots when it's all said and done. I think Perhaps. Indiana's getting healthier, and obviously the Sixers have yeah. issues. So I think a Pacers-Heat series would be phenomenal. I think those two teams against yeah. each other, that would just be a fantastic series. It would go seven yeah. games, and that I would love to see that. I mean, right now, the Sixers have... let's Okay, there's plenty of games left, but they have mm-hmm. the Clippers... About 25 and, games left, yeah. 20, you're right. They have um, Clippers and Lakers in back-to-back nights, or back-to-back games, mm-hmm. um, which is no easy task. They stick Home around and... Ca- um, Bo- uh, what is it? 
both away. Pro- yeah, probably the Staples Center. Yeah, like back to back. Actually, so they have four game. They have four away games in a row. Um, on the first, they play the Clippers. On the third, they play the Lakers. On the fifth, they play the Kings. And on the seventh, they play the Warriors. And they don't have any of their two All Stars. Right. Or they don't have either of their two All Stars for um, a four game road trip with a team that's one of the worst in the NBA on the road. And I mean, Clippers and Lakers are some of the best teams in the league. The Kings. You, you, I mean, okay. If the if the Sixers were fully healthy, you'd expect them to beat the Kings. They're not fully healthy, and the Kings um, have definitely been uh, feisty in recent weeks. So they could definitely at least provide, um, you know, make make the they they could probably pull off the upset in the Warriors or the Warriors. <laughs> um, but I mean, and then they have, was it? Then they got the Pistons, the Pacers, the Wizards, the Raptors. This, I mean, yeah, no, I think you I think you're right. In the next uh, seven eight games, you could definitely see the Pacers overtake them. I also think if you're Philly, you kind of want to get the six seed, right? Because you get out of the Milwaukee bracket, and let's say you get Ben Simmons, Joel and B back for the playoffs, take care of business in the first two rounds. You don't have to play the Bucks till the Eastern Conference Finals. No, but you they'd, still have, they'd still have to get through the Celtics in the first round, though, or the or Raptors. The Raptors if the Celtics yeah, but avoiding the Bucks in the playoff. Like I, I still think the 76ers have the highest upside in the East to dethrone the Bucks. And really? I think, yeah, I mean, they just gotta figure out how to play Ben Simmons and Joel and beat together. Um, also plan the road, but we'll see. I think the 76ers, their end goal is uh, conference finals championship. Right? This regular season is kind of figuring out who do we trust in our rotation. How can we play Ben Simmons and Joel and beat together? So I don't think seeding's really important to them, and if they can avoid the Bucks to the conference finals, I think that goes in their best interest. I think my issue um, with the Sixers is just once again, like they they lack they lack someone who who has true offensive firepower. Like no one on the team has a, has a really complete game. You know, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons can both be presents in the paint, um, but. They're both out right now. Um, and when they're both on the court together, Joel Embiid generally has to take outside shots because Ben Simmons doesn't know how to play offense. And Lord knows Ben Simmons don't, don't doesn't shoot. Um, and I, I think that most of the other teams above them right now have are far more balanced. Um, the Heat, you know, Bama DeBio broke out, and he's a great Peyton Peasants from them, and the rest of the team is generally built around outside shooters. Um, Tyler Harrell probably being the biggest name, and Jimmy Butler can kind of do a little bit of everything. He can do a little bit of everything. Um, the Celtics play a lot of small ball, but they have a couple of big guys on the inside. Um, and Ennis Cantor isn't great, but at least he picks up boards. And then the Bucks are the Bucks. Right. But, I don't know, just based on the upside the 76ers have like Joel Embiid could be the best player in any series Ben Simmons is an all-around he might be an all-defensive player this year as well you have Horford who if he figures out ever how to play with Embiid um, he figures out how to play basketball and then Harris is a good scorer and then they picked up at the trade deadline um, Glenn Robinson and Alec Burks who better than James Ennis who they had coming off their bench they are deep that's one thing I like about the Sixers. They have a very deep bench. They, they, get, go, they got better at the trade deadline. They did. They can go eight, nine guys deep. Well, so the most important thing about the Horford signing, while he isn't playing, well, he was probably the best, um, one of the best defenders guarding Giannis, so he can do that. He was also one of the best defenders guarding Joel Embiid, 
So you take him out of all the competition and put him on the same team as Joel Embiid, there's really no one in the East outside of maybe like Brooke Lopez and Giannis who can really guard Joel Embiid. So having Horford on your team just for that is a positive. And also last year, the 76ers in the playoffs got killed in the minutes Joel Embiid was off the floor because they had no backup center. And if Horford could eat up those like backup center minutes when Embiid has to rest, that could also be really big. I like what you're saying. Um, and I actually, I, I agree with you. Um, I mean, we saw last year what happens when when Kawhi guarded Giannis, just the Bucks shut down. Um, I think the issue though is that they need to win games to get to the Bucks. Um, you know, you can be right. the you can be the Bucks slayer, so to speak. But you know, if they can't get through the Pacers or whoever else, it's not mm-hmm. going to matter. Right. Um, I, I think that's their issue. I honestly don't think the Sixers will get any further than the second round until they get rid of Brett Brown. I don't like Brett Brown. I'm very... Any reason? I'm very vocal about it. I don't think he... He was given, like, kind of a very, very tough team to coach. He was, and you're right. But I feel like his rotations just irritate me. I feel like he doesn't know how to get that right group together. Mm. And I don't know. When you have two guys, I get that they're both interior players. But when you have two guys as talented as Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid... Mm-hmm. How how does it not work? I know it's obviously. A lot I, I think just bringing back to but. the point of when Joel Embiid was um, off the court in the playoffs last year, they were like a plus ninety in the series against Toronto, and when he was off the court, they were like a minus like one twenty in like just very limited minutes, which is ridiculous. So I think part of that is Elton Brand trying to give him a roster to work with, but also I do agree. I don't think. Brett Brown going up against like Nick Nurse, Brad Stevens, Mike Boonholzer, even Eric Spolstra. I think he's the lesser of those coaches. So I think the other teams would have the coaching advantage. Mm-hmm. All right, we're about league average. We're gonna take a little break here. We're gonna switch over, talk a little NFL free agency, a little combine, a little draft, um, and maybe a little Baker Mayfield. Stay tuned right here on Jersey Boys on WA. Stick with us. Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yeah, sweetie. Is that a new plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right, um, do do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay, tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. (laughs) The smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Not this year. Oh, no, they didn't. You're right. Welcome back. <laughs> um, like I said, right. talk, a little, talk a little NFL. Um, hope you guys don't mind that. I meant the listeners, not you guys. Yeah, y'all have to roll with it. Um, <laughs> I but, uh, Freddie Kitchens on the Giants now, just another reason for me to not like him. <laughs> I, I texted my dad the other day. I said, I can't believe that Jason Garrett 
is still on the effing Giants. I re- like I I just eh. I that can- has grown on me no, a little bit. No, uh, not at all. I don't care about I don't care about um Freddie Kitchens because everyone loved him as a as a running back coach. Everyone loved him as a quarterback coach. I don't mind that. Um, I I just I can't believe that they have Jason Garrett. I really can't. I, I like. What are his peak moments with the Cowboys? I don't know. But Clapping. <laughs> I don't know, and I agree with that. But he knows the Cowboys. He's a veteran. He's going to help. Who he- is helping a rookie head coach, and is going to be a big part of his staff. And he's going to help develop a quarterback, which he was very good at with Tony Romo before he took over as the head coach. You got to, you got to admit that. It's no, you're right. It's true, but I mean, Mike McCarthy is the new co- coach of the of, of the Cowboys, right? Yeah. What was Mike McCarthy's previous um, high profile tenure? Packers. Uh, when the Packers and the Cowboys played in the playoffs, who won? Um, the Packers. What's your point? <laughs> he's not exactly. He's Do not, you really want to go a, into detail? He's about not that exact. Game? I agree. He's Des not ex- dropped it. No, 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 no. Actually, I don't think Des dropped it. But in two games, in two games in the playoffs, G- Jason Garrett does not have a good track record against Mike McCarthy. And Lord help me, if the Giants get swept by both the Cowboys and the Eagles for a third straight season, that's cap. That's cap. That is, is done. It's done. Sell the teams, destroy the, like move them to move them to to Delaware. <laughs> I want, I want, I, 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 I can't, man, I can't do it. Uh, it's funny listening to you guys complain when I've been a Browns fan all my life, having <laughs> yeah, witnessed the playoff the, the, game. This, this is this is this uh, is first world pro- first world problems right here, right? Yeah, I, I call Patriots first world problems. You guys are maybe like second world, know, second world, yeah. Um, and then. But, <laughs> So, so what's it like to have all your hope dashed? Um, well, the thing that's wicked about the Browns is they have like a good way in the offseason of building up the hype. Maybe this year will be different. Like every year, there's like a new coaching staff. Oh, maybe right, this is right. the one. And before uh, this will be Baker Mayfield's third year starting. Um, there's always been like a new quarterback. Maybe this is the quarterback: Colt McCoy, Brady Quinn, Johnny Manziel, Kevin Stefanski. <sighs> Yeah, I I so like they that. always build up hope, especially last summer, and then they just crush it. Still, he he was just like the worst hire, I think. Stefanski or Kitchens? Uh, Kitchens definitely, but Kitchens was also like you could see why they hired Kitchens because like you know they could convince mm-hmm. themselves that he Stefanski though. I I just it's yet to be proven. Not it, not one of the single like new coaches that were signed. Um, how many was it? Seven. Yeah, they none, of, none of them were black. Um, uh, what is it? Yeah, no. Uh, Rivera's already been there. McCarthy's already been a head mm-hmm. coach. Um, Joe Judge is new. Stefanski is new. Yeah. Um, Matt Rule is new. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so I don't want to put him in a box and like say he won't be any good yet. So with like the rookie coaches, you gotta give them time. Yeah, no, it's true. Um. Looking at the NFL draft, I think the biggest news to come out of the combine yesterday: Henry Ruggs had that four two seven forty. Um, I, I'm not, I wouldn't put much stock into it. That's if you, the biggest news of the combine. What? A punter. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Did more bench reps yep. than Jadavian Clowney. Yep. And Christian McCaffrey. 
and well, Christian and McCaffrey or, and, wasn't a stud. And no. Orlando Brown. Really? Okay, yeah. that's that's good. Um, you say Christian McCaffrey wasn't built in college like he is now. So yeah, that doesn't surprise that's me true. as much. But Jadavian Clowney? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Orlando Brown? 25 reps, all-time record for a punt there. He's tied for 10th overall um, in the combine right now. <laughs> and the O-linemen have already gone. So D-linemen haven't gone, but still, yeah. I'd put that on like every locker in any NFL locker room. Like, if you can't do 25 reps, you are weaker than a punter. Jets are trading up in the fifth round to take him. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. They're going to trade up to take Rodrigo Blankenship in the fourth round. So He's, oh, he's oh. the Georgia kicker. He might be the best tackling punter ever. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, I was going to say... Uh, Pat McAfee is going to who, Who's the punter? Was he a Giants punter who he, who he was, like, cut? Steve Weatherford. Steve Weatherford, yeah. yeah. He's now, like, a fitness model. <laughs> yeah, oh, he, he was, he's a big dude. He's a big dude. Was it? I saw some story like after, like in, like a couple years after he got cut, he was kicked out of a gym for um, grunting too loudly, <laughs> and he he like declined. He was like, I was I was being normal, but like apparently people were like scared. Like that's how ripped he is. Um, but uh, no, nah, I, I wouldn't put much stock into people who run four two forties because if you look at like everyone who's run a 4240 outside of they Chris have soft tissue ish no uh, outside outside of Chris Johnson like none of them have had careers yeah well it's, it's one thing to have speed it's but it's another thing how to utilize that speed like in an NFL game you're not the only time you're running like just straight 40 yards is either like on a kickoff like extra right. like special or a go teams route. yeah so um, and i mean i mean okay we don't know what uh we don't know what Tyreek Hill's official 40 time would be because he was not invited to the combine. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, like, those, you know, they, they allege that he had like a 422 or a 425 or whatever it was um, at his pro day. So yeah, so I mean, like, some guys can, but he also had Andy Reid, who, like, knows how to use guys like that. You know, he had Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson. If you're a wide it. receiver and can't catch the ball, you can be open and run, but if you're not going to catch it, then what, what good is the speed? Right. Um, I mean, you can't get off the line of scrimmage and press coverage. Yeah. There you go. It doesn't matter if you have four two speed if you can't get past the corner. Um, what is? It? I mean, looking at looking at looking to the NFL drafts right now. We're talking about this before the show. Um, kind of our predictions or thoughts about what was going to happen. I mean, you know, there's the there's the rumors that he might try and pull an Eli and not go to Cincy because he doesn't want to no, go to Cincy. But I can't imagine since he's doing anything except take drafting Joe, Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. I really, I can't see it. Um, we got a call. Uh, tell me what you guys think is going to happen at pick number two with the Redskins. Ray started off. They'd be idiots to take anyone yeah. other than Chase Young. I mean, there, there's something that came out today that says if Tua is healthy, Mm-hmm. The Redskins have serious interest in taking him, but they'd be, in my opinion, they'd be dumb to take anybody other than Chase Young. Uh, I don't. He's arguably the best player in the class. That's true. Oh, and they uh, they need know. a defensive yeah, presence. I'm always I'm always for drafting no QBs, especially if they have the franchise quarterback upside, because it's the most important position. Uh, and there's been a lot of great things said about Tua. Uh, Chase Young is probably the best player for like his position just super dominant but I feel like D-line is one of the more important positions but quarterback is the make or break of most teams they 
They just took Haskins last year, though. Yeah, but if Haskins isn't the answer. I mean, the Redskins one year took yeah, Robert Griffin and Kirk Cousins in the same draft. If Haskins isn't the answer, then you don't want to you don't want to pass on a perhaps a franchise quarterback because you have already a young quarterback. Even though Haskins ha- Haskins isn't like Lamar Jackson or anyone who's like proven like oh he is our future. So you'd rather spend two sh- consecutive first round picks on quarterbacks as opposed to a quarterback and a game changing defensive talent. I don't see how you pass up on Chase Young. I re- I really don't like. Uh, Haskins was up and down, but he finished the year strong. Mm-hmm. He has plenty of potential. You have a, you have a real head coach in Ron Rivera. They got rid of the putts, um, Bruce Allen. You know the Redskins. Uh, Dan Snyder is actually. It seems at least that he's actually trying with the Redskins for once. Like he's trying to do better. And if Ron Rivera at least has a hand in shaping mm-hmm. it, I'd trust Ron Rivera. Um, and look, maybe he doesn't like Haskins. Maybe maybe that's the issue. You know. Um, but I can't see how he passes up on Chase Young. Yeah, I mean, you know, you have a guy who you think could be who has franchise potential. At least, you know, give him. The, don't Josh Rosen him. You know, give him the chance to develop, and you know, get a guy who can uh, stack your defense for for years to come. Yeah, I just can't see the Redskins giving up on Haskins after what, what did he play? Ten games last year, something like if that. that. Yeah. But if Tua is really that special, I don't think that's well. I think I think you want to pass where you're getting where you're going to get to how special is Tua um, is when you get to like I don't love Tua personally. That's oh I think I think um, outs I think Tua coming in was the best quarterback in the league in the uh, college by far. I think Joe Burrow had an excellent season and Tua obviously got hurt. Um, but I think if if Tua doesn't get hurt, it's between him and Burrow for the Heisman. Um, and I think honestly, if he doesn't get hurt, and Alabama either makes the playoffs or is you know at least uh, a one lost one lost territory, I think he still should be the first quarterback off the board. I think the only real knock you have against Tua is durability. Um, but I mean, uh, when you look at the Lions, though, you know there's other rumors about Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I can't imagine the Lions doing anything other than getting like a D lineman. Um, or getting a cornerback because um, they've he's been they've been heavily linked with Jeff Akuda. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you gonna say? I was gonna say another option for the Redskins at two mm. is to trade down, right? Um, so maybe you trade that to Detroit, who if they think the Redskins might draft Chase Young, swap positions, maybe get like another asset out of that. And then, I don't think the Lions are in a position to trade. I think the Lions are comfortable where they are. I think the Lions are comfortable where they are as well. Unless they really, really want Chase Young, and they have an inclination that the Redskins also want Chase Young. I think actually the only team in the top five who is legitimately going to listen to offers to trade down is the Giants, um, because I think that the other, I think the top three know what they want, and the top three also all have the ability to get either Burrow or Chase Young. Um, and I think that. The Dolphins at five are the are, are the team that people fear because they're the ones who truly are the threat to get Tua, um, and I think that that's why the Giants might get calls from teams like exactly. the Chargers, the Raiders, Chargers, in the Raiders, teens. Colts, Colts, um, maybe uh, maybe the Titans. No, uh, they're sticking with Tannehill or Brady. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, if they have the money, they'll, they'll, I think they'll pick up Tannehill. Um, 
but yeah, I, I think there's I think there's a bunch of teams who who maybe could call and and see if the because if if they think even the, the Bucks maybe depending on what oh happens with I could Winston. I could definitely believe it'll be the Bucks oh I I, I everything I've read says that um, Bruce Arians has had more than enough of Jameis Winston. It, he, it he seems re- like dude that's the- forget ESPN he really was thirty for thirty. <laughs> uh, um. I mean that that man and now now he's twenty twenty because he dude, got his eyes fixed. That man is Russell is the Russell Westbrook of the NFL. He's he is the least efficient good player in the league. Um, he lost as many games as he won for them. I I, I just I I think I think there's a lot of teams who could who could look at the Dolphins if they believe in two. I believe he can be healthy. I think they say the Dolphins might try and get him. Let's see if we can trade up. Um, with the Giants, uh, I was gonna say, um, where are the Browns picking? Ten. Ten. Okay. We're projected, so, according to CBS, to draft. Uh, yeah, Mackay Becton from uh, Louisville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's supposed to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. it's fine with me. I'm always fine with linemen. Yeah. Um, the line was definitely a little, little maybe, rough last year. Maybe an offensive lineman. Um, Excuse me. I mean. Could they also use a uh, pass rusher who only has one helmet? <laughs> Wait, I mean one helmet. I mean, he doesn't pick up others on the field. Mm. Come on, I don't know. was that too soon? <laughs> no, you could have just worded that better and made a better joke. Mm. I think. I don't want to beat you over the head with it. That's a see. That's <laughs> a better one. There we go. There we go. Okay. Yeah, you made up for it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, pass rush um, could be improved. So could every other aspect of the Browns. Um, <laughs> the only thing the Browns don't need right now are running backs and wide receivers. And a punter. If OBJ stays. Even if OBJ doesn't stay, they still have... Well, they isn't still have OBJ under contract for He's this under year? contract, yeah. Right. They're not going to trade so him trade at this him, point. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Um, Even yeah. if they did, they'd still have Jarvis and Callaway and Higgins. Right. We don't We don't have Callaway. You don't have Callaway. Right. And Higgins Callaway. had a... We uh, cut him last year. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I liked him. Well, he couldn't stay on the field. He had some True. like off-field issues. Yeah. And then also... Um, but Kareem Hunt's a... Kareem Hunt's still free there. agent, yeah. right? Oh, you know... I thought he was still there. I, I thought he was, was signed there. to a one-year deal. Was he not? He got traded um, on it, still on his rookie deal. I think he'll, he either has one year left or he's a restricted free agent. He could um, be. He, he might be a, a restricted free agent. Um, I think the uh, biggest thing for the Browns. I mean, okay, Miles Garrett can play. Like he is allowed. You know, he mm-hmm. he's been reinstated. Um, and I mean, he's just going to get. You know, he'll he'll never get the benefit of the doubt again. You know, um, the flags are going to come a lot easier. For him than they are going to be for other guys, but he'll still get 15 sacks. Yeah, he's st- he's still going to be a really good player. Um, you know, I think it remains to be seen is um, was that an at like a one time aberration or is that a uh, he gets see the next Vontez perfect. He's not he's not like a who also got reinstated by the way somehow yeah somehow he, he's not like Burf said where he's not ill minded and he gets called for a lot of. Um, Late hits on quarterbacks, Miles Garrett does, in a few unnecessary roughness calls, and I think that's mostly because he just plays really hard. I think I won't call him dirty. Um, the hit on um, what's his name, Rudolph, that was a bad look, but it had been done before. It just happened to be on Thursday night 
football prime time. Did you just say it had been done before? Yeah, there's happens? a video of um, Finnegan, I think, from the Titans ripping. Or there oh, was that a line was in the fight with Andre Johnson. Yeah, no, was, no, not that one. There was two linemen. Uh, it was the Dolphins. I think it was um, Incognito was the one that got hit, but it's the Titans defensive lineman. Well, that Richie, just, Inc- Richie Incognito's a whole other can of worms. I don't know, but Rudolph's also said to be, you know, Trump supporter. But like, not. but like, no one's back that oh, up. All right, all right but we the don't point need to is, get political here. The, the point is, what happened before was in this incident, he ripped Incognito's helmet off, hit him with his helmet. Two-game preseason suspension. Uh, I and it looked what year was looked, this? This was I think 2017 preseason. I don't remember that at all, man. All right, you'd have to find the video, and it looks just as bad, or if not worse, than Garrett. But because Garrett was on prime time, yeah, he's on prime time. <sighs> it's not a good look for him, for the league, for the yeah. Browns. But there was a precedent for it, and. There's a president for hitting a guy with his helmet? Like press like P R E C E. Yeah, there's yeah. a president for that? Yes, I'm telling you that video of Incognito, he got his helmet ripped no. off and got hit. There's absolutely no president precedent for hitting anybody with a helmet. Well, there is now. There I'm sh- I'm going to sh- I'm going to show you guys. You shouldn't do it. Obviously. We didn't we humans have been murdering each other for the past Hundred thousand years. There's a precedent for it. You still shouldn't do it. I'm just saying the punishment for Garrett that was issued and the way it was talked about when it has happened before. And I'm going to pull up the video to show you that it has. But see, because it wasn't talked about, you don't remember it. I I I believe when I see it. Um. <laughs> let's see. Um. I uh, let's see. Uh, Right, I I, for, I forget what you said. Um, I I want the uh, I want the Giants to take a lineman at five. Um, that's like my number one goal. Get an offensive tackle. Here it is. Um, I'll hold up Yona showing it. Um, but uh, oh, Ryan, I mean, I I I understand the uh, the obsession with Isaiah Simmons as a linebacker. Um, Lord forbid they get a receiver or a cornerback. You don't get cornerbacks that high, and cornerback is not the number one need, especially since they got a bunch last year. They get want, want to get a bunch of, they want to get a few day three. That's fine. Um, you don't get a wide receiver. A wide receiver is not that um, big of a deal. And Lord forgive you, if they get Jerry Judy at number four, I'm going to cry. I really will. If they um, take Jerry Judy at number four, I renounce my rights as a fan. There you go. Um, no, I want an offensive tackle. How do you feel about him wearing the Jewish star, Jesse? Did you see that? I backed that up. I'll, I'll accept him because everyone calls him Jew, which is pretty funny. Yeah, he had to apologize for that. Now. Yeah. I, was like, I thought it was cool. I didn't. No, yeah, as I a thought, Jew, I thought it was cool. Yeah, I, I thought that was, was fine. I, there, there, there was nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah, what is it? Um, I think uh, Giants should get an offensive lineman. If they don't get an offensive lineman, please at least get a good linebacker like Isaiah Simmons. But I, really, I like Isaiah Simmons. A lot. I, I like Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons. Um, I like him a lot. I, th- I just think they need an offensive tackle. Um, Which I would be okay with if it's the Georgia kid. My What's his name? Andrew Thomas? Andrew Thomas, yeah. He's the only one I'd be okay with them taking at four. There's one guy, um, the one from Alabama, who's a right tackle, who normally I wouldn't suggest taking a right tackle that high, but um, two is a lefty, which means that he's was the blindside protector. 
and he was really good. And the Giants need a right need a tackle on both spots. So if they could get a right like that good of a right tackle, that's I, I'd be I'd be okay with that. Again, not at four. If they trade down and do that, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. I just think the issue is a good I, call. I mean, depending on who trades up with them, I don't know if he'll be there. I think the, it's the only, only thing. two guys I will accept at number four are Andrew Thomas and Isaiah Simmons or Chase Young. It or won't, Chase Young. It won't, it won't happen. Highly but, unlikely, yeah. but yes, um, I think Young. I think my biggest th- goal for the Giants is um, don't whatever happens, please, for the love <laughs> of God, do not sign Leonard Williams. No. Any reason? Absolutely. He's depends not on good. The contra- depends no. on the contract. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. He's if they not. Can get him for eight to ten million. He's I'm not okay worth a third and a fourth. He's not worth a third and a fourth. What do you mean a third and a fourth? If they have to give up a third and a fourth if they sign him. Yes. Right now. That's how it works. Right now they gave up a third and a fifth. If they sign him, it'll the fifth will turn into a fourth. Is it their fourth or a conditional? No. It, it's over. It, they they will lose a th- they will lose a third and a fourth. But theirs or a conditional pick? No, 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 theirs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So and and I, I, I I'm telling you right now. I Leonard, saw something that said he's going to command twelve to fifteen million. Too, he's not. And that's worth when it. I'm like, okay. If you pump if the break. He, he's not worth the money. He's not worth the picks. It seems he's like, not the right mentality. He's not who you want on a new team. He's not good. You have so many young, new, good linemen. You have Dexter Lawrence. You have B.J. Hill. You have R.J. McIntosh. You have Dalvin Tomlinson. Um, uh, who else? You got O'Shane Jimenez. Lorenzo Carter, maybe he might be gone. That's fine. Like they have so many new young guys on the line. Lord forbid they keep Leonard Williams. Oh, uh, how can I forget uh, Marcus Golden? They need to resign that man. Yeah. Marcus Golden needs to be resigned on this team. He is fantastic as a pure pass rusher. They let Ogletree and Kareem Martin go. Which I'm okay. I'm, with. I'm very yeah, honestly happy about. I'm I'm fine with that. Um, but like yeah, I. I don't think they are going to re-sign Williams at this point. It seems like their attention is more focused on getting one of the bigger guys, which I don't really want Clowney just because I'm scared of the durability. Yeah, okay, and the yeah, price yeah. tag on him is going to be astronomical. I would love Yannick Ngakwe. I like him a lot. It's true. No, I do like him. Um, uh, He's the guy I want them to Nothing with those two guys is just... Why would they want to come to the Giants? Like, I mean, Clowney's already said, you know, I, I, want, I don't want to. I want to go to a guy who's a contender, you know, I, and he's fine with going back to the Hawks. I think that makes sense I've, for I've me. I've seen Seahawks and Colts for Clowney. Yeah, um, I, I've seen both of those guys. I'm just like, why would any of those? I mean, okay, I know the Giants have plenty of cap room, but why would you want to come? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, new what coaching. Are the odds they win the division. The Giants. Yeah. Not good, man. But I mean, that's one of the worst divisions where it's you know. I think it's a down year. The, the, the here's the how the NFC East works, man. Um, one year the the winning team is nine wins. The next year the winning team is like twelve wins. Uh, and then the year after that it's ten, and then the year after that it's like fourteen. I mean, like Eagles won with nine and seven. No, sorry, they went eight and eight. Cowboys win whatever it was. Um, Eagles are going to be good next year. Eagles are going to be great stay, next year. If they can year. stay healthy, they're going to be good. They can stay healthy. They pick up a receiver or two. They pick up a backup O-liner. Uh, they, they, here's, they, the Eagles need three things. They need to pick up a receiver, an offensive lineman, and a cornerback. If they can do those three things, they're going to be great, in great shape. Carson Wentz showed up. Um, I think the Cowboys will honestly bounce back. Um, 
Mike McCarthy. I don't trust Mike McCarthy, but I think they're going to they're bounce back. They have. I think they have too many cap issues of their own. They have cap issues, but they they should have to have a great draft if they're going to be competitive. They should have more than enough money to keep both Dak and Cooper. Okay, but then they lose Byron Jones, who's arguably maybe not their best defensive player, but they're certainly their best secondary player. Oh, without question. Oh, don't get me wrong. I think they'll have issues, but I think they'll be fine. You good there, Yona? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, No, I think I think they're going to be good. and I, you know what, Ron Rivera is a great coach, and even if even if you don't have great players, a great coach can make any team competitive, and I think he could absolutely make them competitive. He can make them competitive, but I don't see the Redskins winning more than hmm, six games. Maybe not, but I mean, if those games are against the Giants, that's the issue. Um, so, uh, what was I gonna say? Um, I, I think the NFC East is actually gonna be very competitive next year. I do too. Um, it's uh, always competitive. It's oh, just yeah. not always good. <laughs> yes, that, that that that's a better way to put it. Um, I'm excited to see if the Bills can win the division next year. That's what I want to see. Mm. Mm. Be, I would love that. That make me happy. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, um, I'm gonna say uh, nothing like leaving UMass next year as seniors with the Patriots not winning the division. Oh, man. Yeah. Or or making the playoffs. To be here for their downfall would be... Actually, we probably shouldn't be talking about this at uh, WMUA because it's Patriots area. I don't care. Right here. Let them call in. I, I, don't, I don't care, man. They can... They Bring can, it. They can... They can uh, I won't say nothing. I will. Giants fans might be the only fan base I can ever talk back to, to Patriots um. fans. Yeah, no, exactly. That's exactly how it works. So many Pats fans have told me that over the past three years, uh-huh. and I'm like, yes, but we. What have we done recently? We've been the yeah. worst team in the league over the past three right. years. Mm. So, no, like we actually have been the worst team in the league. I don't think so. Years. The Browns won one game in over two seasons, and the Giants won two last year. That's still twice as many as the Browns. Okay, but last year the Browns were what seven, seven. and nine. Yeah, and Giants were. Oh, you know what? The okay, all right. Maybe the maybe a different three-year stretch because the Browns yeah. have won seven games two years in a row. I think fifteen to eighteen was the Browns actually we won six reign last of, year. Reign of atrocity, and now seventeen to twenty is the Giants' reign of atrocity. That's accurate. Oh, wait. That's accurate. Um, but there's also a lot of teams that have been bad, and when they're been bad. Jets have been bad. Been a lot of teams that have been bad. Not a lot of teams that have been atrocious dumpster fires that are an embarrassment <laughs> to humanity. Browns. <laughs> um, Dolphins. No. Hey, no. You know what? If you hire Adam Gase, that 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 that's put you on the list. <laughs> that's, um, that's true. But if you fire Adam Gase, that that helps. A no, lot. no. Yeah. Just because just because you get get yourself a heroin addiction doesn't mean you get a round of applause for not getting a hair for like you know stopping. I don't know if you stop Where the did her- heroin. Come from? Yeah, I don't know. That's that's dark. Dude, Jesse. Adam Gase is, is, is Adam Gase is a dark. Well, hold I think on NFL GMs. Since when does Adam Gase have a heroin addiction? No, no. Whoa, hold up. Back up. I, I said he has a dark hold on NFL GMs. Like heroin has a dark hold on people. Yeah. So cutting Adam Gase off, like cutting heroin but off, but you still got to blame somebody for starting. 
The Dolphins hired him. Yeah. The Jets hired him. He deserves but it's blame. Not, it's not easy to get cut off. So, all right. Uh, you know what? You know what? It is easy to cut off this conversation because we're out of time. Woohoo! Like that transition. Also, because I'm, I'm worried that hopefully the FCC doesn't call. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this broadcast. Um, stay tuned for WA News up next. Uh, next week be pretty fun. Hopefully, I have another bracket. So make sure to stay tuned. Stick around and uh, take it easy.